Chuck Krause, your host. I am alone today. We're not really doing a podcast. The one and only Andrew Marsh of the Maryville Saints Hockey Network sat down with, well, we can call him the Three Stooges, Damian Karinji, Brad Boudreaux, and the newcomer Lucas Adams. He was able to sit down with these guys and chop it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're some characters, but uh, the reason I'm alone, you know, uh, Eric Skelton, our producer, he's down in Miami, Florida with his son. He's uh, he's in the Little League World Series. Uh, Todd Panula, he's up in Fargo, North Dakota at the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, bodybuilding competition. He goes to see that every year. And then Crenshaw, oddly enough, he broke his toe in a rollerblading accident. So he's at home nursing his toe. So uh, we said, hey, Marshy, why don't you go ahead and interview um, some guys from the team and, and here I am. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and cut it over to Andrew Marsh. Like I said, he's with Brad Boudreaux, Lucas Adams, Damian Cringy. They talked a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So here is that interview and enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming onto the show. We have Maryville forwards, Damian Cringy, Brad Boudreaux and Lucas Adams. Boys, how are we doing this week? We're doing good. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Damian, Brad, it's your second time on the show. Lucas, your first time. So welcome on to the podcast. Lucas, you are new to this program. How have things been so far? Uh, so far, so good. No complaints. I right, love to hear that. Uh, you guys are off to a hot start. Obviously a tough loss these, uh, these past couple of games against Lindenwood. But just how key was it to get off to a fast start for you guys this season? Honestly, I think we started out pretty hot. Um, you know, it was good. We have a really skilled team this year. Our defense, mm-hmm. we, we reamped the whole back end, uh, brought in a couple guys from the SJ. Um, we knew that we had a really good team coming in. We have really strong forwards, a lot of seniors. So um, starting out strong for us was just like kind of expected, not, you know, making it to nationals last year. We have a, a pretty strong schedule this year as well, but we know the teams that were we're pretty much going to beat and uh, and the teams that are going to give us a hard time. But um, yeah, we're, you know, we're pretty confident in ourselves and we, we believe we could probably win every game. Yeah. I wanted to touch on that. And I mentioned, you know, different team, new faces, like you guys just said, but it just seems like there's a different vibe around this team this season. I know it's only been a couple months, but you bring in a few new guys and it just seems like, things are completely different. I don't know if you guys feel that in the locker room, but for me, just watching the games, calling the games, 
it feels like that you guys are never out of the game at all. And you just mentioned that having a ton of confidence, I, I believe that, you know, has to play into it. Yeah. I think bringing in key guys too, like, you, like obviously not to, to this guy's horn, but like you bring a get this point for a game, in the node, get the twin towers in the back end. Smitty's a workhorse. It's just, it's guys like that. And then on top of it, guys are just picking up from last year. Like mm-hmm. it's the whole goal every year is to get better. And we have guys getting better every year. Plus the new guys coming in and making an impact. It's, set yourself up for a good good year well i think there's a ton of depth on the team too i mean you had a couple guys out of the lineup and then you just insert some more guys and it seems like nothing changes uh especially on you know the back end as well but you know the forward group it seems like you guys are just working uh it doesn't matter who's on your line everything is basically the exact same it was when everyone was healthy um, yeah, really, we can kind of rotate anyone in and out of whatever, whether it's a power play, PK, or whatever line, and we're confident every night with whoever's in there. We know we have a chance to win. Uh, I want to touch on the scoring. Lucas, you scored early in the season, uh, nifty goal. Uh, how how uh, important was that to get the monkey off your back early in the season? Oh, yeah, it was It was nice. It's it's tough when you go a few games without getting a goal or a point. You, you kind of in your head a bit, but... Yeah, get the first one right off the bat was uh, huge for me and just to keep things going. It was nice. Yeah, and uh, Damien, I mean, you've uh, you found the back of the net a couple times, I'd say, you know, throughout this uh, season. You know, good for the team on the ice, but I'm sure the boys are hearing about it in the locker room, and I, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. <laughs> um, you know, this year, the boys are just telling me, they're like, hey, man, anything, just shoot it. I was like, <laughs> all right, dude. Like enough of those passing. I'm done with the passing. Nobody wants to shoot the puck. I'll do it, I guess. I mean, dude, you you, you have like a breakaway every single game. Stretch pass. There's Damien at the blue line, catches it in breakaway back of the net. I uh I've been getting good at catching passes that are fired into my legs thanks to Trevor Henson. He's uh he's tested my pass catching abilities over the last four years, I guess. So it's actually helped me out a little bit now that we got guys that can make tape to tape passes. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, so we, uh, we, we kind of touched on the defense there and just, you know, having those guys back there, how important is it for you guys as a forward group to know that, you know, you can be a little bit more aggressive and have them be, you know, back there picking up the slack just in case, you know, something were to go haywire. Yeah, actually, it's a good point. I'm going to even, you know, compare it to our PK as well. I think just D-zone in general. Um, I feel like, I, honestly, I, there's no point of the game where if we're in our D-zone or even on a PK, like, I don't think anybody on the bench is like, oh, damn it, here we go. And I've never been a part of a team where, like, if we get a penalty kill, like, me growing up, like, junior teams, it's like, oh, chance it's going in. Here it's yeah. like, oh, boys, we got a good PK. And even, like, our D-zone, our D-zone's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a lot better where we came from the last couple of years, so. I mean, it doesn't really matter whoever's out there. We kind of stick to our structure. We do pretty well back there. Yeah, I want to talk about the PK because, I mean, it seems like when you guys, you know, go to the penalty box, it's like, eh, well, oh, well, like, it's just two minutes off the clock. We'll kill it. We'll get back out there five on five. Like, do you guys have all that confidence in the world going into those penalty kills, knowing that, you know, there's probably going to be three, four, five block shots before a puck even, you know, hits Ed or hits uh, Johnny? Yeah, well, um, our PK this year, we call him the human Uber Eats. 
Uh, those guys <laughs> just swallow pucks. Jack Harrison, probably six or seven a game. You know he's going to take one. Um, the boys are a little beat up from it, but, you know, that's not my job and Brad's, but these boys over here, they're always in the peak. <laughs> just, just eating those things, and, you know, what? we're all grateful for it. So uh, I'm happy to see those guys actually, like, putting their bodies on the line, and it's, you know, it's more for the team than anything. That's, like, the biggest thing you could do is block a shot. So it sucks, but, you know, the boys actually wear it pretty well, and that's why our PK does so well. And even, uh, you know, Ed, Johnny, and Boyley, when uh, when they see pucks and, and uh, you know, it's a, a shot from the blind, we know that it's not going in. Those guys are just too good. We got three goalies that are all number ones, and, you know, we trust in them just as much as we trust in the PK guys. Yeah, dude, talking about Johnny Massara, I mean, my goodness, the, the weekend, I know it wasn't the weekend. It was the, the game versus Grand Canyon. I mean, he made some absolute 10 bell saves that I, I, it just blew my mind. And when you get goaltending like that, whether it's from him or from the other guys, just, you know, how important is that for you guys? Just knowing that your goaltender can keep you in a game, even if you guys maybe offensively aren't there that night. Oh, it's uh it's nice to have all of them back there. And you see it every day in practice, it's a struggle to beat all those guys. Even this past weekend, Ed Boyley both had phenomenal games and kept us in that Lindwood game with some unreal saves. And uh, they bail us out a lot and um, just try to get done at the other end for them. But we know they're back there and they can stay. Well, let's look ahead to this upcoming weekend. You guys are on the road again. Uh, and this time you're really on the road. You're not crossing the river and going to play Lindenwood, but you guys are playing Iowa State. Uh, another tough test. They're uh, pretty high up there in the rankings. Uh, what's the message heading in from Coach Hogan? We're going to win. Mm. What it is. Like, they, they're a really good team. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we respect them to a certain degree, but we know that what our capabilities are. And we got three number one lines. We got guys who are draped all over the top 10 in scoring and you know we have great goaltending and I think that they haven't really had that much of a test other than Ohio mm -hmm. um, and even with Ohio they struggled a little bit and you know we just got such a fast team this year and I honestly don't think they're going to be able to keep up to us but you know um, they're they play very well structure wise and you know they clog up the zone pretty well but um, yeah John's putting us in uh, positions to win here. So um, all we got to do is execute. And, you know, looking back at this past weekend, I know I mentioned earlier, obviously not the way you would want things to go in terms of the, the scoreboard and how things played out. But was there anything that you guys took away from this past weekend that you look to implement this upcoming weekend? Yeah, I think confidence. Um, I think I probably took away a lot of it. Uh, yeah, you know, like you said, it's like we, we lost those games, but at the same time, we kind of won the games in a way. Mm -hmm. We found out what we can play to. They're a number one team. I think they just what, ranked number one today. Yeah. One. yeah. It's like we're out shooting them in the second period in the second game. First game, we're, we're in it. We came back a little bit. It's the game. We're not too far away from them as much as it seems like we're number 12, they're number one. But I honestly think come February, I think we're going to beat this team. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we took both games. And I think the second game, you could see they respect us a little more, too. I know the score looked bigger, but I think two fluke goals at the beginning, that's two mistakes that I could take back, and that's a three-one game. So, um, yeah. We also had, like, four guys out of the lineup for, like, two weeks with the COVID protocol. 
right. which is like huge. You have TJ Prexler, who was our leading scorer two years ago. Um, so, uh, yeah, his brother Tymon, who's like uh, quarterback on the on our other power play. Chartsy. Uh, Chartsy, who's like a big PK guy for us. Um, you know, having those guys out of the lineup, they couldn't even practice for the last two weeks. And throwing them in against London, well, that's it's tough against even even the best of players. So, mm-hmm. you know, having a full lineup versing them, I I think we fare pretty well. Well, let's continue in talking about your teammates. I, we might have done this last time you guys were on. Uh, this will be new for Lucas, but uh, we'll do uh, we'll ask some questions about your teammates to give you a chance to maybe rag on them a little bit. Uh, not that you guys probably don't already, but uh, we'll start with uh, who is the the biggest drill buster out of all you guys? Oh, that's easy. Uh, who wants to take the reins? Lucas, you, you've been here quick. Who have you noticed so far? <laughs> yeah. Think about that. No, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I need to think. You want to go? I'll, I'll go after. Okay, okay I'll just say because I love the kid. No harm. Christian Alvergrand, I swear to God, sometimes I don't even know if he's even awake. <laughs> but the problem is he's, he's, he's a hell of a hockey player. But sometimes it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> it, I'll be like, all right, here's a drill. You, you screw up. <laughs> Coach will be like, all right, guys, we do it again. But second time we'll go, screw it up. Third time, it's like he's not even listening at this point. So, it's all in love, though. Mine's Today in practice, I was like, dude, we were playing offense. Like I was playing defense. I'm like, dude, you're on my line. What are you doing? He's just looking at me. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Maybe somebody's got to tell it to him. So I sat him down. I said, hey, we're on defense here and then offense here. We literally go two seconds later, he screws it up again. I go, you know what? Might as well just roll with it, right? <laughs> I'm like, we might as well just start playing defense. I was talking with uh, Cole Mudra not too long ago, and he was telling me that basically to just to get him going, he just yells Geno speed, and that just means just <laughs> skate up the ice with the puck. And he did that against um, Illinois in overtime, just went coast to coast and put one in the back of the net. So, I mean, hey, something's working. Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, next, next question. Who has the worst style off the ice? Oh my Wait, God. Lucas, there you go. Worst style off the ice. He has holes in his shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's pretty easy to go on. Our cap and Jack Harris are just tough luck with those crap on Walmart non-slip shoes that he wears <laughs> to work every day. I always oh. say if he doesn't have a Yeah, I swear by that. It's the too kid, late to restart. The kid just bears whatever he wants when he wants. Shame just had a couple weeks ago for a joke. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah well, okay. What, what was what was that about? Because I was wondering, like. I, I, I think someone tried to give it to him as a joke, like punishment, and he kind of rolled with it, and he enjoyed it. He spent <laughs> he spent two years in the pen, and he came out looking like that. That's what happened. That's that's what happens when you work five years at the Camel Cigarette Factory, right, boys? Yeah. <laughs> you want you own that thing too, right? Oh, yeah, like, going with that joke God. for like a week and a half. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah with the camel. I'm like, dude, that's not real. Like, oh, oh my God. So you get a pack a day. <laughs> Does that's Lucas fine. know about this? About the story? I, I've heard I've heard the stories. Yeah. 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 He, he's pretty good. He gets me a few times too. He, you know what? That's, you know, I, yeah, he'll tell you a joke right to your face, and you can't tell him he's joking or not. I know. Rolls with it. But you want to know something? That guy's the biggest energy guy we have. Oh, absolutely. 
If there's anybody who like brings energy, that guy's the number one cheerleader. He's the number one fan. He's leading the student section and everything. And, uh, you know, who else you want to be your captain? No, exactly. I mean, you guys uh, had the D2 team play after you a couple weeks ago, and this guy was running down the, you know, the bleachers doing the roller coaster. I'm like, I feel like I'm at a high school football game right now with Jack Harrison leading the charge. Him at a soccer game. He doesn't yeah, know anybody out there. Opener. He's the home opener for the soccer game. He's leading the whole student section. There's nothing there. Like he doesn't know any of them. He's just going back and forth, run up and down. It's like it's hilarious. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of other sports, let's talk about golf. I'm sure you guys uh, got on the course a little bit this past summer, but uh, who is the best and worst golfer on your team? Chartsy's the best by yeah, far. He's he's pretty much close to scratch. Kid's incredible. Um, the worst is probably Tack. Yeah, Tack. Tack or, or Smitty. Or Smitty. No, I see him using not disrespect. I seen Smitty. I seen Smitty Jack's using worse a, than Smitty. Can I tell you something? Yeah, I let's, seen, let's push it. I yeah. seen I seen yeah, one club there. Yeah, yeah, Jack brought one club, but I've seen Smitty use a hockey stick in a sand bunker. So okay. I don't know. You know, it's a pretty close tie there. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know why you'd be doing that, but yeah. I mean it is what it is. No joke. He doesn't yeah. have a putter. He has a he's got a hockey stick and it's cut down. Yeah. It's just literally his putter. Sticks it right in his bag and <laughs> so he's literally is it's like Happy Gilmore. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a Sherwood too. It's not good. That looks like Ragnar. It's a Sherwood. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. I got one more question. This is just a simple yes or no. Does, uh, does Cole Mudra have the, the worst hats on, on the team? Like what, what is going on there? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to say no. If I, we're going to answer this yes or no, I'm going to say no. No, I don't. I don't think he's the worst hats. Sometimes the style is a little questionable, though. He brings in some glasses indoors. I don't, you know. Yeah, the speed shades. Yeah, the Oakley speed shades, the ones that are tinted blue. Yeah. We got to dish those. Um, but he's uh, yeah, he's got decent hats, honestly. Like he wears the dad hat, so. Well, I pulls it off. yeah, he pulls it off. He's got the body to go with it. Yeah. I was going to say, he, he was wearing a hat one time that it looked like like a chimney sweep hat. Like you'd see a chimney sweep wear. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like gray, and it just reminded me of him like coming out of like a chimney <laughs> with like coal or like just black dust all over his face. I'm like, that's kind of what you look like right now, except for he, he's coming from a hockey game. And I was just yeah. like, ah, what yeah. a guy, though. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, hey, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show and just chopping it up with me. And obviously, good luck the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll be talking here in the, the near future. But uh, as it pertains to right now, good luck against Iowa State. And we'll be rooting for you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yep, for sure. All right, boys. You have a good night. Yeah, you take care. care. All right. See you guys. So there it was, and there you have it. Again, that was Andrew Marsh from the Maryville Saints Hockey Network with Damian Karinji, Brad Boudreaux, Lucas Adams, three forwards from the D1 men's Maryville Saints hockey team. And that's all we got for you this week, folks. So, uh, hey, next week we'll have the full pod 
We'll have the crew back. We'll be chopping it up, talking more Maryville hockey, and uh, hey, whatever else comes to our mind. So thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Follow us on all the socials, on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all the above. And our podcast, Two Minutes for Roughing, now has Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So look for us on there at Two Minutes for Roughing. Again, I'm Chuck Krause. Have a good week, and go Saints!